This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Louise Schiavone. A Manhattan federal jury has ordered former President Donald Trump to pay $83 million to columnist E. Jean Carroll for defaming her. NPR's Jimena Bustillo reports. Judge Lewis Kaplan ruled even before the trial that Trump had in fact defamed Carroll when he called her a liar over her allegations of sexual assault. Carroll, who's an advice columnist, argued on the stand that his statements hurt her reputation as a trusted source. The jury only had to decide how much Trump owed her, not if he was liable. This is the second time Trump has been ordered to pay Carol. Last year, he was mandated by a jury to pay $5 million for a separate instance of defamation. The jury's decision comes just days after Trump, the Republican presidential frontrunner, won the New Hampshire primary. Jimena Bustillo, NPR News, Washington. The U.N.'s top court has ordered Israel to do all it can to prevent death, destruction, and any acts of genocide in Gaza. The Hague stopped short today of ordering a ceasefire in the enclave. South Africa had brought the genocide case to The Hague. Foreign Minister Naledi Pandor welcomed the decision. The saving of life is not uh, merely with respect uh, to having a ceasefire. It's to ensuring that humanitarian aid is provided uh, to those who need support, as well as ensuring uh, that the state of Israel, uh, which is currently uh, the occupier and administrator in Palestine, provides the necessary basic services that uh, the residents of Gaza and the West Bank require. Meanwhile, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu insisted his nation has a right to defend itself after the deadly October 7th Hamas attack on Israel. The bipartisan border security legislation that's being negotiated in the Senate appears to have hit a major roadblock as GOP presidential frontrunner Donald Trump pressures key House Republicans to tank the deal. NPR's Windsor Johnston reports. Speaker Johnson is warning that the emerging border deal in the Senate is dead on arrival in the House if it resembles anything close to what's been reported. While a bipartisan group of senators has yet to unveil the details of the legislation, it has already come under fire from some Republicans, including Donald Trump, who blasted the deal as a political gift to Democrats. Immigration and border policy are expected to play a central role in this year's presidential election. President Biden and congressional Democrats have been under intense pressure to strike a compromise with Republicans that would help reduce the unprecedented number of migrants crossing into the U.S. illegally. Windsor Johnston, NPR News, Washington. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 60 points at 38,109. The S&P 500 closed down three. This is NPR. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is expected to return to his desk at the Pentagon Monday. After an extended medical absence, Austin has been recovering from complications of prostate surgery. A court in Russia is extending the pretrial detention of Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich through the end of March. As NPR's Charles Maines reports, it means that he will have to spend a year in prison on espionage charges. The closed ruling marks the fourth time Gershkovich's custody has been extended. The Wall Street Journal correspondent was detained by security agents while on a reporting assignment in Russia's Ural Mountains in March of last year, and later accused of trying to obtain state secrets, a charge that carries a possible 
possible 20-year prison sentence. Gershkowicz and the journal vehemently reject the spying allegations, noting the American was an accredited journalist working legally in Russia. The U.S. government has also designated Gershkowicz wrongfully detained and made several offers to the Kremlin aimed at securing his release, along with Paul Whelan, another American currently detained in Russia. Charles Maines, NPR News, Moscow. The Wall Street Journal calls the two-month extension chilling and outrageous. Grounded Boeing's 737 MAX 9 jetliners are beginning to resume flight. The Federal Aviation Administration had grounded them earlier this month after one of them suffered a mid-flight panel blowout. The FAA says they're considered safe as long as airlines follow new federally prescribed inspection procedures. Alaska Airlines has the jets back in the air. United says they'll resume flights starting Sunday. I'm Luis Schiavone, NPR News, Washington.